Hello and welcome to Cinema to the Letter. For this bonus episode, we're announcing the lineup for Season 3, Disney. On regular episodes of Cinema to the Letter, we break down the very nature of cinema, letter by letter. For each episode of a film miniseries topic, we cover six films that fit a C for classic, I for an indie, N for new, E for egregious, M for masterpiece, and A for atypical. Because who doesn't love an acronym, am I right? I am Thomas, and to all who come to this happy place, welcome. Uh, Hello, I'm Brian. I didn't have anything prepared, but uh, it is a small world after all, isn't it? Oh, indeed. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, and you know, Brian, recording this on November 1st, you know, our spooky season would have just ended on the main feed for everybody, and uh, we're starting right back up with our third season here, which, you know, we're taking a very different turn from our horror season last time, and we're doing uh, Disney, because obviously it's the big studio that's celebrating 100 years um, this particular year, 2023. We're rounding out the year with this Disney series, because we wanted to do something kind of like family-oriented when we were kind of right. ruminating about season three. And so we figured Disney, but we want to keep something in mind here. Um, in case you're new and you're like, oh, wow, they're going to talk about Disney and they're going to talk about everything <laughs> in glowing terms because they love Disney. We're a bunch of Disney adults. <laughs> right, exactly. Our Instagrams are us uh, with the mouse ears going around every theme park. Um, we're not necessarily Disney adults. We are adults talking about Disney, but we're different. That's true. <laughs> yes, voluntarily talking about the films of the Walt Disney Corporation. But I think that's the fascinating thing is with a company that's been around 100 years, as with any American institution, um, it's covered in blood and horror and terror, uh, yeah. but also a lot of sort of American history of, in this case, a craft. Yeah, I mean, it's especially interesting because, like, if you grew up in America, you grew up with something Disney, right? Like, either it was the animated movies, and then, like, what era of the animated movies and everything. So it's like, yeah, it is just this, like, American institution, but also it, it's such a fascinating and ugly company in a lot of ways. But there's so much history with, with Disney, and in particular the movies that they've put out. Even though, like, Disney by itself is very much like an American-grown institution, truly, because Walt literally came right. from, like, fucking Kansas or some shit. I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> We're not, I'm not a full biographer. You can cite me. Like, Actually, Walt grew up in this particular um, farm area. I know he just grew up rurally, and that's kind of the inspiration for, like, Frontierland and all this other stuff. Uh, but at the same time, it is very international. Like, there's a great story uh, for how Pixar officially became a part of the fold with Disney, where Bob Iger went to, I believe, Shanghai Disneyland's uh, debut. And, like, the big parade was going on, and all the, you know, locals uh, would just look at, you know, Mickey and Pinocchio, all the classic characters, and kind of, like, politely clap as they went by. Then the Toy Story characters went by. Fucking rave. Just everybody loves Woody and Buzz and everything. So, yeah, you can tell... That uh, it's spread internationally, even though not 
the entire sort of spectrum of Disney is loved by all, necessarily. Right. Yeah, exactly. So we should talk about, with our show, we, uh, as I mentioned, do six episodes. And so we have one film dedicated to each. So let's review the lineup to everybody. Let's uh, unravel what our lineup will be for this uh, very special season. So coming up on the 21st, we will have our C for Classic, our only animated film. Somehow, Brian. That's true. Yeah, uh, that's true. But uh, we decided, you know, we wanted to do a classic movie, and we could potentially do, say, the animated features canon as a future season at some point. We've contemplated that. That's true, yeah. The specific one we honed in on was the 1959 classic, Sleeping Beauty, will be our subject for that first episode, uh, which, you know, a lot of potential classic animated films to cover, but we went with Sleeping Beauty, I think, as mutually we agree that it's like, feels almost like an underrated MVP as much as a Disney property can. It does. Yeah. It, it's sort of one of the underspoken of like one of the, that classic era and two of the kind of like princess movies. I feel like it's not, not mentioned often in ter- terms of like the best ones, but I think, I think it is. Yeah. We'll unravel all of that. Uh, the next on the 28th of November, we have our eye for Indy. Now, obviously, with Disney, it's a bit harder to find an eye for indie, but I realized there is a loophole that opened up something interesting uh, to expose you to, because this is one of the ones you haven't seen of a couple mm-hmm. on this one. Uh, it is Clerks from 1994, because it was distributed by Miramax in the early 90s during the period where uh, Miramax was owned by Disney uh, from about like 93 to 2010. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so uh, we decided that this one would count and uh, be interesting because you hadn't seen any Kevin Smith movies. Yeah, he's never really just been a director I've just looked into at all. And uh, I'm just too young to have gotten kind of caught up in in his movies around the time he was making them. At least those like initial movies. Very curious to talk about Clerks because it's a one of those big kind of 90s indie movies that I haven't seen part of that whole like indie wave i think yeah and prepare for that episode folks because it's going to be a lot of myself talking about my deep dark past with kevin smith uh and how that's very intertwined in this show even existing to any degree yeah it'll be an interesting contrast i think yes for sure a newbie versus um an embittered <laughs> veteran of the kevin smith uh trenches but then we have our end for new And uh, we're going with one of the bigger ones that came out this year from Disney. One of the few, you know, ones that didn't flop horribly for them. Uh, Happy 100 years, everybody. Uh, Doing great. 100th year banner year. We're recording this at an interesting time where this this Marvel story has just, like, come out. I don't know if you've... Oh, yes. Uh, We're recording this the day that the big Marvel story came out. Speaking to which, we are talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which feels like just a rare kind of, like, at least blip of almost universal positivity yeah. for like mm-hmm. Marvel, honestly, because everyone was mutually just like, well, this is like a solid one. And like, it closes out the you know, characters fairly well. You know, uh, they kind of needed that. Um, and they might need it again. We're recording this before the Marvels comes out. It would have already come out by the time you're hearing this. So either it flopped horribly or it kept yeah, up or, the street. It's the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> right. Or the biggest hit of all time. Yes. We'll find that. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy volume three, that'll be coming out on December 5th. Uh, then, on uh, December 12th, an episode that our patrons voted for for this particular season. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the E for Egregious Disney pick, which the patrons ended up picking. 
specifically Tomorrowland from 2015, the Brad Bird film. Very excited about this one. Kind of dips into a few different categories. Like you got your Brad mm-hmm. Bird, you got your sort of Disney blockbuster of that particular era. Yes. Uh, that's especially trying to be somewhat original, but at the same time is also based on some stuff from the rides at the various Disney parks. You can see Space Mountain in the mm-hmm. background, <laughs> shit like that. Um, very curious to revisit. We the last time we both saw it was in theaters, right? Which of course yes. it like it was a huge flop, and Brad Bird has not worked in live action any, uh, since. So it'll be, it'll be very curious to revisit this. Yes, it's, it is the one I haven't revisited in quite a bit from the Bird filmography. Um, but then on December nineteenth, you know, speaking of stuff Thomas is annoying about, <laughs> that's right, we're going to be covering Muppets because we're doing as our holiday episode. Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. Which is interesting that you brought this up to me because I previously, kind of a few months ago, had been getting into the Muppets movies. Um, and I've seen, yes. what, the first three, I believe? Right. You've seen the Muppet movie, Great Muppet Caper, and Muppets Take Correct. Manhattan. And I, I stopped at this one because I was watching these in, like, June. And I was like, I can't watch a Christmas movie in June. Right. But, um... I'm so excited because I loved those movies and we'll have a great time talking about the Muppets. There's a lot of context to this, particularly in terms of Disney, particularly in terms of being the first Jim Henson-less film production, all sorts of other stuff uh, that will come out just in time for the holiday season for, you know, gather around the fire with all the little ones and listen to this particular episode. I'm sorry in advance. (laughs) Uh, And then the last episode, not just of this season, but of 2023, our debut year, our A for atypical choice. We're going weird. We're going wild. We're going with something that scared many young children, including, say, a young Thomas. Uh, Return to Oz comes out December 26th, just in time for Boxing Day. Everyone's favorite holiday. Yeah, yeah. I have never seen this movie, which is really interesting because I've heard a lot about it. I've just heard a lot of weird things, so I'm, I'm very curious to, to finally see it. Yes, yes, for sure. So once again, that rundown. C for Classic, Sleeping Beauty, coming out November 21st. I for Indie, Clerks, coming out November 28th. N for New, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, coming out December 5th. Our E for Egregious, Tomorrowland, coming December 12th. Our M for Masterpiece, Muppet Christmas Carol, coming out December 19th. And our A for Atypical Return to Oz, coming out December 26th. Rounding out 2023 on a weird one. (laughs) Yeah, very excited. Very excited for this particular season. A lot of interesting bips and bops that covers, I think, the general variety that Disney can have uh, at its best or worst. Yeah, as we'll see. It's it's an interesting kind of, as you said, like the the kind of range of what Disney has kind of put out over over these hundred years. And it'll be very interesting to dig into all these kind of different corners of, of Disney's history. Yes, especially. Uh, don't put me to this, but I'm currently uh, listening to the audiobook of Disney War, yeah. which is the book that's about uh, the tenure of Michael Eisner, who is very crucial to you know at least a couple of our movies that we're talking about, because um, he was there from like pretty much Return to Oz through to um, you know like 2005, 2006 or so. So yeah, um, I also I might have some tidbits and such about that. Uh, but, you know, we should also shout out that uh, we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash cinema number two letter, uh, where for just $1 a month you get all sorts of bonus stuff, like you're able to pick 
individual episodes we cover, like the Tomorrowland one. And then also, we release a bunch of bonus content. Uh, we just got done with October. I put out a shit ton of stuff on there. <laughs> it's worth your dollar uh, if you like the show. And uh, coming up, we'll have some stuff like some individual reviews, but a lot of like what we're going to call review roundup stuff. Because right. it's Oscar season, baby. A lot of big stuff's coming out. And so uh, we're going to be, you know, probably corralling some. Though I think the first of those you would have probably heard already is our review of the David Fincher film The Killer. Hell yes. Which is on Netflix. You will be hearing at least soon us talking about that. And some other stuff like, you know, Priscilla coming out. Napoleon. Napoleon. Or speaking of Disney, Wish. Wish. We might talk about that extended PS3 cutscene that's uh, they're putting out. I literally have not seen the trailer for that, but uh, I believe you, because that's... Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) No, I don't like how it looks. Um, But we at least do one other sort of bonus podcast of some sort every month. Uh, For November, we're going to contrasting our uh, dip into traditional fairy tale uh, sort of cinema with a look at the 1991 stage recording of Into the Woods, also talking about the Disney film adaptation. Mm -hmm. From Rob Marshall. Um, I'll be exposing Brian to um, the uh, sort of musical loving side of myself uh, with that. And especially we'll have a lot of interesting talk about uh, from your side of things of uh, growing up hating people bursting into song. I I mean, I did. I I pretty much did. I hated musicals growing up. And I've come to love them now. Um, In particular, Sondheim musicals have really been like a a gateway for me into like liking musical theater. But... um, yeah, and I have seen the Into the Woods film, which is is not very good. But I do I do want to see this version of it, which you've told me is kind of not just the best version of this, but like one of your favorite stage productions, right? Yeah, um, it's a what they call a pro shot. <laughs> That's what the kids call it. Um, it's it was a very integral piece of Thomas lore, as we'll get into when we talk about that. And then in December, you know, expect at least uh, we'll be doing a top ten list. Uh, related to Disney uh, this time about our top 10 Disney songs. So that's not just film. We open that up so it could be like a theme song from a TV show. Uh, it could be a song from a ride. You know my fucking theme park loving ass is probably going to do that. <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, there's a wider uh, range of eligibility for that particular list. And we, we talked about some other special Disney stuff we might be doing, you know, around the holiday season. A little thing you're stocking. A stocking yeah. stuff. <laughs> little gift yes. card or something. Uh, we'll be, uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's an iTunes gift card. Dear. It's not called iTunes anymore, Grandma. God, I remember iTunes gift cards. Oh, hell yeah, I do. That's how I rented so many movies and then put them on my 160 gig iPod and then used the red, yellow, <laughs> white connectors so I could watch them on my TV in 48. But, uh, yeah, so expect all of that coming to the Patreon. And, you know, just a shout-out while you're waiting for that full episode to come out, uh, over on a different... Patreon, uh, the Film Cred Review Patreon, you can hear me uh, fill in for Heil Peralta. I'm usually just a producer and editor on that show, but I filled in for her because she had a last-minute emergency, and I talked with uh, John Patterson about uh, all things Marty, Marty Scorsese. We went through a lot of his stuff. This was in anticipation of Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, but you know, you can listen to that and then listen to our Killers of the Flower Moon audio review we would have put out like last month, which was all cheery. <laughs> I didn't talk at all about the horrors of America. No. But, uh, spoilers, a pretty good movie. Don't know if you've heard, but... <laughs> spoilers, yes. I don't know. M- Marty's not known for doing that. And just delivering banger after banger. 
for over like <laughs> 50 <laughs> years at this point. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess, the end of this little mini-sode here. Uh, stay tuned. Like I said, next week, we'll have our Sleeping Beauty episode up there for you all to arise from your slumbers and listen to in uh, full detail. And uh, yeah, I guess that's the end of this mini-sode. Oh, wait. Do I hear a knock at the door? Is someone there? Let me let me open a creak. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, he's handing me a cease and desist letter. I'm not going to legally say who this character is. Oh, no. They're taking away my furniture around me as we speak. And <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, wait. They're trying to U-Haul me. Oh, that's right. I am owned by Disney. There's a little marker on my wrist. It says this. Oh, no, everybody. Well, maybe the season won't happen. Anyway, I look like we're going up. Goodbye. Goodbye.